0: Tracy Bonner.
1: What's up everybody?
0: The one and only Nico Duane. What's happening And joining us on this Tuesday is Atlanta Fashion Designer Quay. Quay, welcome to the 3 Plus 1 Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
1: Broward,
0: Broward County. Broward now. County. Okay. <laughs> but not Miami because we want to keep keep it separate, right? Because what county is Miami in? Dane Dade
1: Dade
0: county. county. But they're neighbors, right? Correct. They're side close, by side. Real close, with good family. Okay, family but not the same. Right. Cousins but not <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> Cousins <laughs> not brothers and sisters. On yesterday, Nico, you talked to us and did a great job of kind of giving us an introduction to the industry and what it takes to really break into uh, wanting for those who aspire to be a rapper. Quay, we also have people listening who want to aspire to a career in the fashion industry. Tell us about your journey and what involved you in fashion and how others could get involved in it as well.
2: I mean, just do your homework. A lot of homework and research. That's the main thing. Basically, just stay consistent. Drawing. Keep at it. Your pen, pencil, whatever you do. Just, just stay motivated.
1: Did you Did you go to school for design, or is this something um, that just came naturally for
2: you? Um, actually, it kind of like it really was kind of naturally because like when I was in kindergarten, I had just start from there drawing, and I was drawing like shoes and stuff. out was just, just little trans by the East Bay Bulls, or them just because, I and just, just to keep them. That's um never order nothing out of them. Just yeah. to draw the shoes and the clothes and everything. Then as I got up, I just stayed in the art class from till I graduated from out of high school. I was in APR, Art, National Honor Art Society groups. Um, I had a couple of scholarships for SCAD and all that other, other things too. But I went to um, Common Arts for um, but really though, I did. I did a lot of stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I just. What, what ideas? I did? Mean, I just calling your um, I was a chef. Oh, so for you're, a, you're an
1: artist. A yeah. complete okay, artist.
2: Graffiti. Yeah. Um, wow. Everything. Yeah. Basically, I, I'm a dancer.
1: It's just, I was a couple of was, yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, was, yeah, so was, yeah. So, who was your, you, you said, do your research. So, who did you research? Who were some of your fashion influences? Actually, I like Pharrell with the bait. Okay.
2: Yes, that's the main one that got me hooked. I had the first ice creams and the colorways Because, like, from Florida, so we love exotic colors. So, yeah. like, when I first came to um, Georgia, I was a little kid, the little Darcy kid with the long socks with the bright colors on. Right, right, I always right. had, like, a, a signature. So everybody knew who I was. He from oh, Florida. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> so everybody dance and hit. I, I always dance and wanted to dance all the time. Skate rings, like travel, um, and everything. Also, um, my brother before he passed away and everything. Um, he got me to upper bound because, and I just started just networking with a lot of people and just
1: got connected
2: with and just everybody just related to me. Everybody just I'm just mm-hmm. good vibes.
1: So do you do you focus solely on shoes? Are you designing shoes? or Are you just clothing? Is it everything?
2: Everything. Whatever it comes to my mind is like basically it's how you write and rap. Basically it's like that's my journal. how I express myself. How, I, how I'm feeling that day. I just yeah I got an idea. I can just sit right, right here right now and just think about like oh man I got an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to draw it but I know it's in my head right mm-hmm. like right now. But then later on, I paint the picture, and then he try. I try to explain it to everybody. Yeah. And they be like, "Don't worry about it." I draw it. I be like, oh, "Okay, okay. Oh, that's hard. That's yeah. hard, right there." Yeah. And like, I did a lot of um stuff like behind the scenes with a lot of um people and everything. My couple of drawings got stolen. I don't see in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna drop no names mm-hmm. and stuff too. What I see, but that, it just made is. me yeah, it just yeah. Made me, you know. so how did they get
0: that? How you know, because that's something that happens, right?
2: Artists yeah. oh, yeah.
0: are putting their information out there, they're sharing what they have, and, and next thing you know, someone has taken it. Uh, so how did people get your your
2: work? It just um one day I was just on my live on my Instagram, just freestyling painting and stuff, and uh-huh. I had a demo shirt and when I did the demo shirt and everything, I was just messing with it and it turned out one of my friends in Miami, he had took a picture in a shirt. So I was like, yo, where you get that shirt from? Mm-hmm. He said, no, I got it from such-and-such. Such. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's my design. And most people think, you know, because, you know, I'm low on, as they say, low scale. No matter know. how, I how, big, you how I big you is, anybody can steal from you. You know,
0: People are doing name. it all the time. People yeah, are taking right. from social media mm-hmm. the work of our young artists and then profiting from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Correct. What did
1: that...
2: Teach you though in that moment. It just showed me how I was doing something right.
0: It just uh-huh. mo- it motivated me. It's I felt
2: good. it down for a minute. And then mm-hmm. yeah, like okay, they took it from me. Let me know I'm on a good, on a higher level. Okay. What they see. So yeah. the next thing you know, I just don't trust a lot of people. Just watching me.
1: And copyright. Yes, copyright Definitely copyright, yeah. copyright everything.
2: Patent anything you do. Do not show it. Mm-hmm. Do not show it out here in this industry. Make sure it's but patented. if
0: you don't show it, how are you going to build up following and recognition around your brand? Until you get everything patented, mm-hmm. everything. Then you once see. you have it solidified through the yeah. patent, then you share mm-hmm. it
3: out. Definitely, people stealing out here, y'all. Like very, Maria. like very. I had a, uh, I came up with a label name, and a year later, this dude like, yo, i see that. Like I own that. Do you want to work with me? You
0: know what I'm saying? Yeah, he actually took the name. He took your name and then asked you to work for him. Yeah, with The name you created. Most definitely. Like, yeah. You know, that's, that's you know, when you said people out here stealing. What was that man? You know, was that guy on that like, famous YouTube. They stealing everything. Uh, stealing your wife, stealing your kids. <laughs> oh, Tyrone. 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 Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. yeah uh, t- t- from <laughs> <Birmingham>. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Alabama, I think. I thought it was Florida, but I guess not. I think Alabama.
1: People well, in Alabama or Florida, one of them. Well, I had to do the same thing. And he's stealing, and they stealing for real. With my nonprofit, mm-hmm. I linked up with this blogger who was doing like single women stuff, like my blog. And I looked up, and she turned my nonprofit as date yourself, girl. She wrote a book called Date Girl, and mm-hmm. I was like. Get mm. her up and get this copyrighted right. because yeah. she yeah she could have stolen cool. but it still.
0: still the and same. And speaking of your nonprofit, Tracy, this is something that you have not brought up on the podcast, <laughs> but I think it's something that's important because you are in the last push yes. of your huge annual uh, fundraiser oh. or giving for our mothers. Tell us about this diaper drive. Yes,
1: this is my 6th annual Date Yourself Girl diaper drive, and I have partnered with the Atlanta Missions, my sister's house, and I will be giving diapers, pull-ups, and wipes to the homeless mothers that live in the Missions house, and I'm just so excited about this partnership. It's my first time with them, um, and the reason I linked with them was because I would do uh, the campaign with Josea Helps and I would take the leftover diapers to the Atlanta Mission, and I would see those mothers walking back to the Atlanta Mission house, get and their my life sister's life. house, and I was like, "Oh, I wanted to get to know these people on a deeper level. Maybe I can come over here and just really have a greater impact with them." So that's what happened. How is the drive going so far? It is going amazing. You still have time. One week left what to donate. Um, January twentieth, I will be taking the diapers to. Uh, the, the sister's house so please 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 if you want to donate go to my website dateyourselfgirl.com and click on DYG gives back and you'll be able to donate
0: there so Nico I know that you have a lot of diapers at the house to talk to us on <laughs> Monday about four you your four children mm-hmm. right you have a very busy schedule like, as so we see on your Instagram, on your YouTube, you're out promoting your work. You're out, uh, you know, performing your work at the clubs, at venues, many times late at night. How do you balance fatherhood with your artistry? Um. So, basically, like,
3: whenever I'm doing studio time, video shoots, you know, wherever I got to go, um, if my, you know, my kids can't go with me, man, you know, we might have to put it on hold or reschedule, you know what I'm saying, but... A lot of times, you know, everybody respect my hustle, you know what I'm saying? They're like, man, bring your kids with you, man. If you got to, we got to work, we got to do this, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it. So, you know, big ups to everybody that do that for me, you know, and for those artists who have families and stuff, man, you know, just don't feel like you can't do it, you know what I'm saying, with having a family, you know what I'm saying? Because you definitely can do it with your family. Kevin Gates do it all the time, Mm -hmm. you know? He take his kids to shows and everything, you know, so... It's definitely, it's definitely capable to be done.
0: So you mentioned Kevin Gates. You know who are some of the artists who are in the industry that are role models to you? People um, that you look up to. Maybe your work, the work that perhaps you know, you can say this is good work.
3: So my favorite artist um, of all time is like Lil Wayne. You know, I was, you know, I'm a '90s baby, so mm-hmm. you know that was like his peak right there in the '90s. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying the whole Cash Money wave. But um, as of right now, you know, I'm real big into Kevin Gates. I love Kevin Gates to death. You know, he's he just, you know, authentic. He's real. You know what I mean? Um, I love Boopsy. You know, I love Boopsy. You know, he's real, man.
0: You and know? he wearing a cap of paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> Most
3: definitely. You know, he got to stay relevant, man. So. Um, but yeah, I don't have too many artists that I look up to. You know, um, definitely uh, Dipset, man. I look up to Dipset like when I was a kid, you know. Uh, even though I ain't even know my dad was a part of their label, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, I, you know, Jim Jones was my favorite artist, man. You know, like big time. Love him to death. Um, Cameron, Joel, Santana, you know, whole yeah. Dipset movement. Um, up north, you know, um, I got family in Jersey City, so you know, a lot of up north rappers I like. You know what I'm saying. And down south, so you know, it's kind of like a little bit of both. Nice.
1: Yeah. So you fuse both of the. Most Regions, definitely, yeah, in
3: your music, yeah, yeah. I actually got a new track, um, that's gonna be coming out real soon, man. It's from an up north producer, you know what I'm saying? So it's gonna be like crazy, man. I'm from mostly from the south, you know what I'm saying? So we got the up north and the south, you know, two different Regions. sounds. It's, it's you gotta, gonna be you crazy. gotta send us your music when most definitely, it, most definitely, so most definitely,
0: yeah. So, when is the next performance that you um, have coming up? So, we can for our listeners who are listening, want we'll to check you out. You know, they're going to go
3: to your Instagram, they're going to go to YouTube, then they may want to come and see you live. Where can they catch you? Um, So, actually, like, um, I do a lot of performances, man, at the uh, Artisan's Bar and Grill with my boy, Juliet Doe. Um, you know, that's on Saturdays. You know, you can catch me in there. Uh, but um, right now, um, it's just really focusing on music videos and, you know what I'm saying, putting out the records right now, um, kind of holding off on performing, you know, just because, you know, people waiting on new content, man. I got fans that's looking for new content, so I'm trying to, you know, give them visuals, you know what I'm saying, more than anything, because they need something to watch, you know what I'm saying? And,
0: and you know, on tomorrow, when you join us for the, uh, third and final episode of this week we're going to go deeper into your music and talk about the, the the tracks that you would recommend to our audience to check out and talk about the process of making these music videos and what that takes and what was involved in I'm that quite when you uh in terms of you know we talked about your influences for our listeners who want to come and check out your work what where can they go we know we can find nico on youtube where can we find what you have um.
2: Right now, it's on the, under construction. So mm-hmm. right now, I took everything down because for a new wave coming for twenty twenty. So, did, so your
0: so your brand is somewhat it's changing. Yeah. How I'm are pretty you pretty changing good. that
2: brand? Well, I, everybody be you know I say just putting labels on it. Everybody rocking the same exact thing. Just putting just okay a name on it. But when, I, when I'm coming out with exotic colors, like just very eccentric. Like just when you come when you see the colorways, you be like, oh man, I gotta have that. Because most people wear co- colors and shoes and stuff, like, I don't got nothing to go with that. So they just let the shoe sit. Well, it would be a nice shoe. So now I go on sale and stuff, and I'm like, nah, I can't wear it. I'm just to change with the seams.
0: Yeah, exactly. I would go buy the shoe and make something for it just to go with it. So you will make the outfit to match and coordinate around the shoe. Correct. And I think many shoe lovers, you know, do that. Tracy, are you a huge shoe?
1: I, I am not a typical <laughs> woman. I mean, I have a. Like ten pairs
0: of shoes that I wear. <laughs> you know, um, actually, it's quite many men are all about their sneakers are, you know, these loves these loves shoes. <laughs> and their shoes. It's a big thing. So both of you guys grew up with the shoes. I mean, this is huge. So I don't know how we miss that. Both of us, kind of. Yeah. I, I mean, I have
1: a closet full of shoes. I wear the same ten pairs. Though. I mean, I yeah. I know
0: how I miss it. Like growing up, I had one pair of shoes per year. And I wore those shoes forever. And it always cost under $50. Mm-hmm. So because I couldn't afford good shoes, I didn't even want. I didn't even put that as a want in my mm-hmm. head. And I never as an adult developed, although now I can clearly afford shoes. Mm-hmm. I'm still wearing my shoes out. Not really I think I step up my shoe game. I so if I, I want to step up my shoe game. What's the one shoe I need to, to
2: look at? I mean, it depends on your style, basically. It's not how much it costs, how I gonna make it look.
0: Basically, mm-hmm. that's how I see it. Tracy, how would you define my style?
1: You are very professional educator style, but not suit and tie. You're but he's still yeah I
0: say I thought you on some bally's okay some bally's you know, I've seen some really nice valleys actually and I asked a guy I so said who are those shoes he was, he said they were bally's and I was like oh but he wouldn't tell me where I could get them from they had lots of like laces and uh, straps and stuff and you know I must say yeah. I did like the lace-up and we'll you gonna look at the ballets? you know check them out you, know, you just to the mall you know? yeah which mall um,
2: Lennox like Mall. So, oh, they have some. Okay, in the
0: Lennox Mall. And we may check it out. So, you know what? You, you, when we go to Linux Mall, we may see Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang is a Democratic nominee for president. He is a billionaire. Uh, and he has a lot of things going for him. But what he doesn't have going for him is qualifying for the final <laughs> Democratic debate in Iowa. Andrew Yang can make the cut.
1: You know how I feel about this. We had too many... Well, now you only have six people Mm -hmm. who are going to
0: make the debate stage. And that's four too many. And four too many. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lots of polls are out right now. Uh, Joe uh, Joe Biden leads across the country. Uh, He also is number one with African American voters. Uh, However, in Iowa, it shows that Bernie Sanders is leading the pack with Pete Buttigieg right behind. Buttigieg. Also, we found out last week that Julian Castro was endorsing Elizabeth Warren, and that yeah, he was going to go out and strongly campaign for. Her. Quay and Nico, have you guys identified anybody that you would want to really support for the 2020 Democratic nominee? Nah,
3: man, I ain't really got into it. I Me, mean, I'm
2: into a whole nother thing. I'm like a rebel outside okay. the bunch. Let's talk about it. Tell us about it. Most I'm like an open mind, free, spiritual type of person. So you'll vote
0: for Donald
2: Trump? N- <laughs> no. I mean, I'm going to
1: keep it real. With you. Okay. I would not. No. I mean, tell him. Me. Yeah, but I'm going to
2: say this, though. The man has his pros and cons. you all smart about how he's moving. Okay. So you can't say that. I give everybody the pros and cons, where he's even. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like they have his strong weak points. Are but you
1: registered to vote? That
2: I am. Yeah, definitely. Come on, y'all.
1: Definitely. We got to vote. At least, right? Right. We don't yeah. think so? What?
0: No, you have to vote. What? And if you don't vote, you're voting for yeah. Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Trump. A non-vote for whoever the eventual Democratic nominee may be is a vote for President Trump. But I am way well, I want you to help me understand again, so you also, you know, and I'm not, Donald Trump is a very intelligent man. Right. And I hear so many, I, you know, this is something I've heard from a number of young people, period, is but I don't think I have any doubt that he wants to marginalize and damage the African-American community, period.
2: I feel like when you do your research on people and find out the history about them, mm-hmm. that's when it's like the media and social um, like the social sites and everything that make marketing bigger than what it mm-hmm. really is. So you go do your own, ask your homework on people, then you can you know, talk about this and that. Everybody got their own knows that they, they can say this and say mm-hmm. that. their own opinion to it. Everybody entitled to it. That's true. So, but but yeah. I
1: do believe he does have a history, especially in his real estate dealings with being discriminatory towards people of color. I mean, his family's KKK. Yeah, yeah he didn't want it right mm-hmm. he So shares. it's in his yeah. bloodline. So, right. no, it's, yeah. it's how he was raised. Correct. He was
0: raised a certain way with certain beliefs and prejudices that have influenced how he
1: responded to people of color in this country. That's why it bothers me when he says, Rap, culture loves me. No, they they put you in your songs because you were a wealthy man, right? Mm-hmm. It is something to aspire to. It is not because they like you as the man. You no, know what no. I'm saying? They got a whole F Donald Trump song, man. Now, now, but
0: back in the day, though, they really well, I mean, were.
1: Well, I mean, they would, they would do him, Bill Gates. I mean, they, yeah, they yeah, put people with wealth like, in their music. It doesn't, music. Mean, it doesn't necessarily definitely. mean they are a champion for that person. Right. They want what he got definitely that's it but should they but should these individuals ever factor and
0: been put into rap know. culture should they have ever been put there i argue that I they should like, have been put
2: there i feel like they should use like how do you say bill gates and all that use a, like a, a black multimillionaire. millionaire it's, it's there like a reference so if you, you want to they should that have you. been
0: putting um herman you it's know we, we the first black millionaire in the united states of America is right here from Atlanta uh, you know, and he's not even known by the majority of people who live in our city so we don't have to go to and there's nothing wrong with recognizing and being proud of the accomplishments of every American regardless of being of, of your race but before I would recognize Bill Gates I would probably recognize uh, Madam C.J. Walker before I would recognize Donald Trump I would recognize someone who has given back and cared about the community that I'm a member of and I don't think you know, we see enough of that.
1: Well, that's the problem.
0: And and Nico, now you said that you were not yet, you know, very invested in the Democratic candidate. And this is something I've done a lot of thinking about, right? So you could listen to old podcast episodes. Now I've been very passionate to young people about, you know, why they should be involved. But it's dawned on me recently after some great discussion as to why so many Black young people are not concerned because it don't. But you tell me why you're not. Yeah, concerned. I'm going to tell you what I've concluded. I mean, the reason why I really don't get into it that heavy
3: man is because I'm out here focused on my day to day life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to give somebody who don't got my best interest at heart a bunch of energy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? That's why I just don't really.
0: You know, so whether it's Donald Trump or yeah. Bernie Sanders you don't feel that either one of them really care yeah. about you and your day to day. That's cause they are you know. still black,
3: cause it's like that's
0: you know I well, was raised on through, that. Through our
2: experiences, just growing up from just being black kids in the community, yeah. and poverty coming up, right? It was no wrong or right. We always was, just was targeted. Yeah, so right, it just was like yeah, my mom period. used to tell me when I was a and kid, you doing man, good, you doing well, you still was targeted. You know, if so you get like, in trouble,
3: you got three strikes against you. You black, you black, and you black. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying just keep that on keep that on you at all times just know whenever you out here doing something you know the first thing you am gonna look at is you're black you know we know from we know from
2: experiences like plenty of experiences yeah. like we didn't even do anything so it's like Yep. Helicopters, SWAT teams, everybody, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, like just all a bunch of kids code hanging code. around
3: on the street corner, you know what I'm saying? You got seven cars pulling up, everybody got flashing lights oh. on, running us down, like you on the checking ground. your pockets, you know, where y'all doing, where you going, what's going on uh, out here. We don't get like, into do a lot with all that.
1: I think that is the prime example as to right. why it's important that we know how we need to educate our community about the why we, we need to vote. Especially on the local level. Right. If I didn't, they're going to do something about it. I know, but, but this is what I'm saying. Like, I didn't realize voting for certain judges, it just never dawned right. on me. Right. Voting for certain judges is so important. I don't know why. Important. Because it never really affected me. I've never really been about that life. So once I grew up, I was like, oh, this is why. My cousin went to prison for three years when he could have only been locked up for six months and right. had probation. Right. Like, I didn't think about that. So those are the things that I'm working on. So I think I'm with you on the national scale. I'm like, I feel like I'm black, black woman. I don't really see things changing. Not right. to say that they can't, but I feel like locally I need to do more, right. you know, in my community. And, and, you know,
0: that is daunting on me that many young people could care less if the Republicans were Democrats mm-hmm. about the fact that that person is not speaking to them. Right. And so President Obama was able to get elected and had a large number of young black people mm-hmm. vote for oh, him because... Right. He connected to them, and they believed that he was going to do something to make their lives better. Nothing that these candidates have said speak to young people, black people, because they don't hear anything that says my life will be better because you're elected. Not even Bernie Sanders. Right. Not even him. Now I say I feel you know when I look at it from that perspective, I have not truly been able to endorse a candidate yet. I think Bernie's too old, but. When well, he says he's gonna forgive Steve Moms, now that will change my life. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> yeah, I, now, now that right there, they, never, they, they I, see I, that man. Now that <laughs> in and of itself may be more than enough, Ernie yeah. yeah. and Elizabeth. <laughs> he too to get. The know, moment they
1: say that, I'm running
0: to, to vote. To vote. Uh, let's go. Well, <laughs> To the, to the polls. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the taxes go up. Uh, well. See, it's like either way. I'm kind of... I'm, draw, the I'm paying the kind of so no matter. Well, it's a reality because that will happen. You know, if our student loans are forgiven, our taxes will go up and we'll have less money. But I bet you they won't get out of my taxes. Hey, they getting out of those student loan repayments.
1: I'm an actor. I have slept on people's, you know, floors and in their basements. So I know how to live without money. Right. And, and you can. But... Right. The, the fact that I have $48,000 worth of student loans still looming over my head after 15 years being a graduate right, is like, <laughs> I'd rather have that out of my it, it was you know, revealed,
0: I, a new poll came out uh, last week, that talked about Joe Biden, Biden leads a, by a heavy margin with African-American voters. Do you guys feel that because he was President Obama's vice president, Absolutely. Like he would be some Excuse definitely. me, someone that you would consider voting for? Would you give him yeah. a chance? Yeah, I mean... Just because
3: if, of Obama's I mean, life you ready. know, if you was able to be mentored up on one of the greatest, you know what I'm saying, you you know you got a possibility to be great, you know what I'm saying? So,
0: definitely, man, I, you know, thumbs up to that man. But he really wasn't mentored by Obama. The candidate who really was mentored by Obama is now out, Julian Castro. Mm-hmm. Julian Castro was a young man who came in under Obama as his housing secretary, from Austin, Texas, and that, I mean, San Antonio, Texas, that was his true protege. But he, of course, has dropped out already. He well, didn't. Obama
1: hasn't really come out and spoken for anybody.
0: Supposedly, so, he came out in support of Elizabeth Warren saying that he
1: didn't think Joe Biden should be in the race. Well, funny. I don't think Joe Biden should be in the race because of all this stuff that's coming out. And he's too old. Hell,
0: Elizabeth's too old. Elizabeth, They're she's all too old. seven years old. Elizabeth Warren's only 70 years old. And she's a surprise 70 year old. She's attractive. She's still. It's y'all. old. So, Pete Buttigieg <laughs> is polling high in Iowa, but very low. Actually, the lowest top contender among African Americans. That came out on a re- recent Washington Post poll, mm-hmm. and it showed that many African Americans are saying that they would not, according to this poll, elect an openly gay person for president. What do you guys think about the recent poll? Well,
2: about that kind of community lifestyle, uh, I mean, it depends on, you can't really judge a person, like, of what they are, who they are, basically. It's kind of like, Basically kinda of relate to like what it can bring to the table for us. Right. In She's general. And again, basically. now
0: I, I I think I've always stated that how I'm not a fan of Pete Buttigieg because of his actions and policies affecting the African American the black people, the people of color in South East Indiana. However, I really don't like how the media is trying to portray African American people. I don't buy it. I don't believe that black people are any more homophobic than any other group of people, but the media wants to portray that and they want to connect it to being religious. They're saying that because black people are so religious, they're homophobic. And that's not true. Every black person in America knows a gay person. They have a gay or lesbian son, daughter, uncle, cousin, or sister. So I'm a friend, and I don't buy it. And I think the media is trying to misalign the community to adhere to their agenda to negatively impact I think Pete Buttigieg, and I
2: think it's unfair. Now I'm not going with Pete Buttigieg, but I am saying that I think what the media is doing isn't right. Nah, it's not. It's like an updated, like a version of a like a segregation. You know what I'm saying? Like you, I'm all about unity. I don't right. care who you are—blue, green, yellow, purple, whatever you are. Right. I rock with you. You vibes. Your energy match. We cool. Hey man, you good peoples. With anything I feel like you about to threaten me, or I feel like you know what I'm saying, it's just weird or it's not like right. The vibe, it's not a good energy, it's not good energy. It's just I can't rock with you. I'm gonna tell you straight up, I'm, I'm, I'm blind. So, you're gonna, get, you're gonna get the best. So, of we you
0: have know. a Pisces and uh, Aquarius, and here we have a Cancer.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, I don't think the I don't think what. <sighs> hard for me to talk about so please but no, talk about it so, so, put on the table. Okay. so I don't think that African Americans have traditionally embraced the homosexual uh, lifestyle I think now it's becoming more you know acceptable people are tolerating it more which we should right because you said we all know people who are gay I have gay cousins and you know yeah. <clears throat> I think my issue with Pete. Was more so the Eric Garner situation yeah so That's you my know, issue. His, his, his issue is how, what do you really think about black people you know how do you outside of anything else what do you really think about black people I don't care that you gay I don't care about that what are your real thoughts because you're from Indiana Let's just keep it fun. The right. KKK. Is there. Let's just keep it real, you know. And I do think gay people in Indiana, probably gay white men, probably feel like they have uh, some sense of authority there because they white. They don't even they don't even take into account that oh well maybe I live in Indiana where they discriminate it from everybody. They don't think like that. He lives in a white state, mm-hmm. so. I just, I lived in Indianapolis for three years, so I'm just kind of like, oh, God, I, you know, I'm taken back to that time where, you know, people would look at me funny walking down the street like, what are you doing here? What are you doing downtown, Indianapolis? Like, you don't yeah, belong most Definitely, yeah. You know? It's still going on right now. Yeah, so it's that. like, I just don't know if I, and I don't know if I articulated that Folks, I'm sorry, but I just don't think So if you happen. are from
0: Indiana and you are offended by Tracy Bonham, she means no harm because she lived right there with you in Indianapolis. Yes. On she you see the experience. Yes,
1: I do. I just I I just want us to stop saying that black people we we don't accept gays, lesbians. I don't I, I want them to stop putting that narrative out into the world because we are have been the most discriminated against people in this country. Correct. So that that's right. What So a, so, so, nice
0: so nice. you know, I think if Pete Buttigieg is polling lower African Americans, don't put it on the fact that African Americans have a problem. Put it on the fact that Pete Buttigieg has the problem. Yes.
1: And I think if and you know who has else has a problem,
0: tell us about Kevin, they'll tell you who else has a problem. Who? What? But no we'll finish the point I, I wanna interrupt you. I don't know. I I forgot that quick. Well you know got a problem <laughs> is Queen Elizabeth. Oh in England, uh, because Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel are leaving the royal family. Yeah. Did you guys see that? Yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah,
1: they they walked out saying deuces. I don't want to Meghan them.
0: Merkel has stated that she's had a really tough time during her whole entire transition to the royal family and that she has already returned to Canada. She is right now living in Canada. Mm. Uh Prince Harry left with her but he returned. He's gonna he had a meeting earlier this week with the royal family because they no longer want to be a part of the royal family in an official capacity. Hmm. Uh, Many people in England say Meghan Markle has been a victim of racism and racial attacks by the tabloids Hmm. and that the royal family has not done enough to protect her and really uh, support her.
1: I'm sure they, they haven't. Here's the thing. He was not in line to be king so that's why they tolerated him Marrying that little black girl, had he been in line to be king? That wouldn't even happen. That would not. Are off with her head? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I don't think he understands who the, we. Oh. I don't think we understand who he's dealing with. The queen is a monster. She okay. is she a monster? She seems so sweet. She's an old lady, Trace. This woman is very okay, very so old. So when when Princess Diana died. Uh, yeah. um, I had a friend who was from Egypt and she was like y'all's news is so like watered down you don't, you don't get the truth over here in America mm-hmm, don't. and Dodi Fayyad was Egyptian and Egypt and, and England at the time were at odds and the fact that Princess Diana was seeing an Egyptian man no matter how much money he had the queen was like this makes us look bad and that's why a lot of people think there was a hit put out on both of them Princess Diana and, yeah. her family. and I believe off with her head I know she said it. well we yeah.
0: hope that Megan Merkel and maybe Prince here, maybe they know something that we don't know so you know uh Megan Merkel you know we're rooting for you and we hope that we can continue to see you uh alive and well and if you have to stay in, in Canada for your safety stay right there and
1: she gave up everything don't come to America though
0: because Donald Trump is president
1: <laughs> and she gave up everything she knew <laughs> like she was an actress she was on social media They, I mean they told her what she could but not Tracy, wear would you, not... Would, you have done, would you have done that?
0: No. no you would not have given up everything you know you're every day. you are working everyday you are out here on your grind you are hustling to make it and you wouldn't have given it up for a life of guaranteed security fame and comfort right, Megan Merle so cool. is now an international name everyone knows her those burning koalas in Australia probably knew it.
1: I don't care. Okay. I, that that does not matter to uh, me.
0: Okay. So you will still be grinding.
1: Yeah. I mean this is something that, that I love. And so but what I do think is dope is that this man gave up his I mean, it's rare that we see men you know. on so the other do that. Yes. We see women give up, you know, their careers and lifestyles for men. I think it's dope that he's done that. Yeah, high. I would have to say yeah, Prince Harry has definitely risen Damn. in my
0: eyes to be someone who I really admire as well. So thank you guys for joining us on this Tuesday. And we hope that you join us tomorrow for the third part of this great week with rap artist Nico Duane and Fashion Designer and Entrepreneur Quake. And we'll check us out tomorrow. Bye y'all. Thank you.